When Chabad says the Rebbe is living, do they mean in soul or also in body? We know that Chabad says the Rebbe is alive and there are sources for this in the Torah. But how does that make sense? What does it mean? Does it mean that the burial by Yaakov is just a figment of our imagination or the same with other tzaddikim? So the answer is, no, that's not what it means. It says by Yaakov, the Gemara says, Kovru Kovrayu, that he was buried. Nevertheless, we still say that Yaakov, Lomes, Yaakov is alive. It's not a contradiction. One of the ways of explaining this is, in general, one of the most fundamental principles of belief in Judaism is the eternity of the soul. After a person passes away, the, the soul is alive and well. And the soul is in heaven, in the spiritual realm. And that's why we have certain customs, like saying Kaddish, for the benefit of the soul. Family members say Yisker, for the benefit of the soul. There's a custom before a wedding, where family members, or the chassan and the kala, go to the gravesite of a parent or grandparent, and they actually invite him to come to the wedding, because... The souls of ancestors, up to three generations, come to the wedding to bless the chassan and the kala, the bride and the groom. In fact, that's one of the reasons why at a wedding, at a chuppah, they're holding candles. Because Neir Hashem Nishmas Adam, this uh, candle of Hashem is the soul of man. So the candle represents the souls of the ancestors the grandparents that come to the chuppah to bless the chasen and the kala. So therefore, we understand that when we talk about the opposite of life, it doesn't apply to the soul in general. It means all Jews, the soul continues to live. In addition to that, the Gemara says, in reference to tzaddikim, righteous people, all righteous people, the Gemara in Brachas, actually Daf Chai, page 18, the Gemara says, Sadikim b'misosam nikroim chayim. That Sadikim, even after their passing, are considered alive. So obviously it must mean that in addition to the fact that for all Jews, in a Shama, the soul is considered it's still alive, by Sadikim it's more than that. And then, it comes to Yaakov Avinu, it says Yaakov Lomes, or the Gemara says this in reference to Moshe, Moshe Lomes, another tzaddikim. If every Jew the soul is alive, and in fact every tzaddik the soul is alive, then what's so different or unique about Yaakov or Moshe? So it must be that by Yaakov and by Moshe and other tzaddikim, it's even more than ordinary tzaddikim. So what does this mean? What does it mean more? If, if, if the soul is alive, it's alive. And the same for everybody. So the answer is, one of the reasons why people have difficulty in understanding this concept is because they're looking at things from a sort of secular perspective. The big difference between science and Torah, the way we perceive life and the way we define life 
is in science, in medicine, life means a person who has activity. He's alive and he's active, physically active, and even if God forbid that's not there, but there's activity in the brain, activity in the heart, that means he's alive. Once there's no activity, by definition, there's no life. Because science doesn't recognize the soul. They just talk about the body and everything biological. And therefore, the definition of life is activity. If there's no activity, by definition, there's no life. In the Torah, we believe that the soul gives life to the body. The source of life is the neshama, the soul. And the soul is in the body and gives life to the body. The activity of the body or the brain or the heart, these are symptoms that indicate that the soul is there. But the definition of life is not the activity, is the fact that the soul is connected to the body. And therefore, when we talk about ordinary people that are not on the level of a tzaddik, a righteous person, the soul continues to live. But it's not connected to the body. What does it mean when the Gemara says that tzaddikim, even after their passing, are considered alive? This is something much more amazing. The Torah is saying that tzaddikim, even after their passing, their soul is connected to the body. And what does it mean when we say that Yaakov Avinu Lomes, that there's something here even more unique than ordinary tzaddikim, that by Yaakov Avinu, the connection between the soul and the body is even greater than ordinary tzaddikim. So not only the soul is alive, but the soul is connected to the body. And even though we don't see any symptoms, but the Torah testifies that by tzaddikim, and especially Yaakov or Moshe, the soul is in the body and has influence on the body. What does it practically mean? So let's take an example of Moshe Rabbeinu. The Gemara says, that Moshe Rabbeinu, just like up until now, and just like at the time that he went up to the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, he continued to serve the Jewish people. So too, after his passing, he also continued to serve the Jewish people in the same way. In other words, when the tzaddik is alive, he has an impact on this physical world and all the people around him. And when the soul leaves the body, it doesn't have that same connection and therefore not that same impact anymore. By a tzaddik, what does it mean the soul is still connected to the body? That whatever he's doing has an impact on the physical world just like before. And he's connected to the people around him, his family members, his children, his students. And just like before, he prayed for them, he protects them, he empowers them to succeed physically, spiritually. All these things continue because the soul is still connected to the body. And through the body, he impacts this physical world. It also means another thing practically. Just like before, the students and the people who recognized this tzaddik, they followed his directives, they fulfilled his wishes. After the passing, they'll continue to do the same because they don't look at the tzaddik as if it's the past tense. He's here now, he's with us. And therefore they'll follow whatever he said now, just like before, in the same way. The Rebbe, when he spoke about this subject, 
He said there were people that after the passing of the previous Rebbe wanted to leave their place of shlichus. Because in their minds, if the, to them, if the person passed away and he's sort of in the past, so the things he told me to do are also somewhat in the past. There's a story brought down in the Sefer Shivchi HaBar Shem Tov that the Magad of Mizrich, after his passing, his son, his name was Rebavram, the Malach, was the successor. And he was a, a, a tzaddik. And there was a certain individual, a very wealthy man from the community, that would harass him and really cause him a lot of aggravation. And the Magad of Mizrich would appear to his son from time to time, and his son told the Magad what's going on. And the Magad said, tell him to come to me. So he told the person who used to be the secretary of the Magad of Mizrich to call him and tell him to come. When he heard that, he said, what are you talking about? The Magad of Mizrich passed away. He said, just listen to me, come, go to the shul. When he walked in, he was shocked to see the Mizrich and Magad sitting by the table, just like during his lifetime. And he said to him, why are you harassing my son? And he was in shock. And he started to defend himself. And the Mizritch Magi said, don't even try to defend yourself. I just don't want this to happen anymore. You're doing it because you think I'm not here now, so you can do whatever you want. So I wanted to let you know that I am here, and don't let this ever happen again. The man went home. When he walked into his house, he fainted. When the family members asked him what happened, and he told them, they said, we must run to Rabram the Malach and asked for forgiveness, which they did. And as soon as they walked into his house, he smiled and said, oh, my father spoke to you. How did you know? And he said, he told me he'd be speaking to you. What we see from this is that there are tzaddikim, and especially those who are in the position of a nasi, of a leader. The word nasi is an acronym for four words. Nitzutzay Shel Yaakov Avinu. That their soul is a spark of Yaakov's soul. So just like Yaakov continues to live, the same with every Nasi. And therefore, just like before, you wouldn't dare to think of violating his wishes and not following what he asked for you to do personally or for the community to do, we continue in the same spirit, uh, fulfilling and being committed to everything that the Rebbe asked us to do. That's what it means practically.